to have a title. Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave, and welcome to day 246 of Silence in a Year, along with layperson Lisa. Uh, Alicia is uh, resting in Virginia Beach. And so, Lisa, you asked me what the title is, but I don't do titles. So what is the title for today's episode? Incomprehensible. Okay. That's the word or the, That's, the title? I'm trying to keep the title short per your request. So what's the word of the day? Risk. So incomprehensible risk? Yes. So okay. they're, they're not really related, but okay. we'll just go with it. Yeah. So I'll tell you why I, why I chose inc- incomprehensible, which is directly from the text. It's because Cardinal Seurat is talking about how all this wordiness is makes things incomprehensible. And I think the same could go about writings as well. But anyway, this it just reminded me of like the Curcio manual, which is very wordy and it's incomprehensible to me. So a lot of times what I'm I'm when somebody gives me a talk ahead of time to read, I'll ask them to simplify things and not use the five sentences from the manual and just use one sentence in their own words because that helps simplify things. I think often we might think that things are incomprehensible because there's a lot of um, uh, wrappings around them and different things in the way they're presented or how they're written for clarity. Uh, but no matter what is written, or maybe how verbose it might be, we can always and should be able to pull out the simple message that God has for us in whatever it is. And I think I think the other part of this particular paragraph, Cardinal Sarah is talking about the right. fact that Sarah is that we we if if we if we're not listening to the word, right? Mm-hmm. In silence, um, then we're not going to receive what we should be receiving during the Mass itself, right? Yes, yes. And so there's a lot of distractions that can happen before Mass, and even during Mass, frankly, that can affect the way uh, we're able to actually hear the Word of God, who is Jesus himself. In fact, I was watching a tennis match last night, and at Wimbledon, okay, which is in England, when they are playing, it's very quiet. Oh, that's right. Nobody makes any noise. That's right. However... At the U.S. Open in Flushing Meadows, New York, you should know about this because you're you're a loud New Yorker. Everybody's having a conversation while while the tennis is going on, so you don't hear "quiet, please." You just hear this steady hum of noise uh, from everybody having conversations while the tennis match is going on. Yeah, and so they're probably not paying attention to the match as much as they should be because there's a lot of talking going on. Well, you know what it made me think of? Like in the Sistine Chapel, they got those guys there that complete, that constantly go, silencio, silencio. So they're the ones making all the noise. Uh-huh. But you've been there, right? Yes. So you know how noisy it can get. Yes. And so it, you know, we might think that we're the only person that's talking, but when <laughs> 50 people are the only person right. talking... Then it, it, it creates a lot of noise yes. and a lot of distraction. So, uh, for whatever reason, this morning um, I saw somebody, uh, and they were on their way to church, and it was nine minutes till. So they probably got in there at about five minutes till. Not bad, not bad. Most people are like one or two minutes after. But you know, if you can get there fifteen or twenty minutes early and sit in silence, then you can really prepare yourself to receive. Um, even the most verbose of readings or homilies because you have centered yourself 
because the devil wants to distract us, you know, by the way the message is being delivered or that the message is too long or, you know, the message is, is, is too complicated or I can't understand the, the, the way the message is being spoken. Mm-hmm. But like you and I have said, some of your best prayer time during Mass is when we were in Spain. Yes. And you, did, you couldn't understand a stinking word. Right, exactly. Yet you had these beautiful encounters with God. Mm-hmm. So when we can understand the words, we still have the capability, right, to encounter God. It's a mindset. Yours was a mindset. Yes. And a heart set that you you were going to make the most of this with God. Yes. Yes. So does that change anything for you, Lisa? Well, we were t- you were talking earlier today about how God speaks to us. Like, especially right now, God is speaking to you through the different things that you're reading. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of the books that I'm reading right now is a bit wordy. Not, not, not this one that we're doing the podcast on, but another one. And it's very wordy, and I'm, it's, hard, it's hard for me to find the point. I know it's talking about being poor in spirit, but it just seems like it's a lot of excessive words. Right. So I'm having a little bit more difficulty than if it was just more simplistic. Well, just think about it. Even in the chaos of life, like, you know, there's all of these words and it seems chaotic and you can't find the point. There are, are, there are always situations in life of chaos where God wants us to find the silence, the calm, the joy, the peace. Him. The, him. The person that we actually need to maybe go talk to that's in the midst of all of that chaos. Mm-hmm. And to really go to that person to maybe help them. But if we get distracted by the noise or we have discontent over, you know, whatever it is that's going on, then we're not going to see what God has for us. Yes. So and I would say like for, for any one of us, Lisa, our attitude going into something has a lot to do with how powerfully we'll be able to see God in any particular situation, whether it's mass or reading or whatever the case may be. Yes. Agreed. And so I think the first thing we have to do is quiet our own selves. Right. Or we risk incomprehensibility right and we had to throw the word in right and, and God is hard you know we can't completely comprehend God as it is so we don't need to overcomplicate it right right, right. so do you have a takeaway question are you seeing the message of God in all the wordiness hmm. let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit amen. amen Lord help us to always be focused on the message and what it is that no matter what the situation, you are calling us to something greater, and that is you. And I ask that you bless everyone in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. See you. Bye.